Hello, weary listener. Thanks for downloading this podcast on your phone, computer, or whatever device makes you happy. So I decided to make this first episode kind of like a hybrid episode about my sudden fame on Facebook and about trolls. Now, um, I originally started content creation back in 2016. Once I saw that you could make money from it, but money wasn't the only purpose. The purpose was just knowing that I can have my own schedule, be my own boss, work from home, and make double, even triple what I would on a typical nine to five job, having the liberty to work remotely. So like if I want to go on a vacation and film a vacation vlog and upload it or whatever, like I can do that, you know. But I'm a chronically ill creator. When um, along the way, I developed issues along the way. It was gradual. But the way I feel now, I didn't feel this way when I was younger. It was gradual. And when it comes to when it came to finding a job, um, I needed something you know where that's accessible, where I can take as many breaks as I need unlimited restricted access for breaks or whatever you know flexibility to make appointments when needed it's not that i don't have that many it's just along the lines of just how quickly doctors can book up and taking what they have available that's the thing that gets you sometimes it's just merely that and having the liberty to work from home you won't have to try to figure out what else the doctor has open because you work that day Instead of trying to fight to get the day off, you know what, I work from home, just do whatever when I get home. You know, I could take time off for flare-ups, and flare-ups can be unpredictable. You know, so you know you get it on a Wednesday, what if it happens on a Friday, you know? And I did have trouble getting my mom to understand. Now, originally when it started, I found these crypto blogging platforms. It's kind of like Reddit, where you post something and people can upvote it or downvote it. And then you can get credits from your content and then you can exchange your credits for USD or whatever your country's currency is. That's where I started. But the problem is because the flow wasn't very strong, it made it a lot more difficult to convince my mom that working from home is what I needed. And the reason I needed it is just to have that flexibility. Just like if I have a cold, if able-bodied folks non-disabled folks can't even get a day off for a cold how difficult do you think it is for disabled folks chronically ill folks to get a day off for an appointment it'll be hella difficult you can't even get one day off or two days off for a cold i expect us to get days off for appointments so more or less i turn to content creation but the line of you being small you're in a sea full of sharks and it's difficult to get out there is what gets you. YouTube used to not have restrictions for monetization. Then in 2017, I think they changed it to where you needed 10,000 overall views on your channel. Then at the start of 2018, they changed it. They changed it. Sorry, to where you needed 4,000 hours of watch time and a thousand subs. So a lot of people who couldn't meet that goal before the deadline got kicked out of monetization. And I couldn't meet it, unfortunately. So it's been, okay, 2017. 
18, 19, 20, 21. So it's been five years and I couldn't get monetization back. But the partner program had a lot of useful features that could help me, like being able to link your website, like your blog or your merch store or Patreon. That could help me. And maybe it could make it less difficult for me to get supporters on Kofi or Patreon or sales of my art store if I can hot link it on an end card or in the video itself. Besides putting it in the comments, because if somebody's watching my video from an external site, then they're not going to see the comment, but maybe they'll see the card. I don't know. So to fast forward to as of late, you know, I got a notification from Facebook that I can use their Reels bonus program if I, you know, switch my account to professional. So it's basically turning your account into having features like a Facebook page. So Facebook went from a typical social site to a site where you can have a business or promote your stuff or whatever. I kind of like the evolution if you ask me. You know, because while YouTube is great for monetization, they have some ludicrous ass standards when it comes to how much you can swear and such and how you can get kicked off from a monetization for videos made years before they implemented a specific change. Facebook could grandfather post me before that. You'll never know. It's hard to tell. So that was the thing. And then I started posting my gaming reels. You know, when I would post my gaming reels on Instagram and even YouTube. And it was harder for my gaming reels to get traction and I became demotivated. Then I unearthed a hobby that I once picked up before, and that is train spotting. Now, it was back in 2014 where I found a series of train channels and I thought it was fun for say. I guess you can say I'm easily impressed, maybe. And then I'm like, okay, I'll give this a try. So now I was with my grandma or my grandpa. And we got stopped by a train. I'm like, I've got nothing else better to do. Might as well just pull up my phone and record. And I will upload it on Facebook. Now at times it did get annoying getting stopped when I didn't have the space on my phone to record or I just wanted to get home. I don't know. I'd rather be alone because I know my grandma's going to get tired of waiting for the train and turn around and I want to get as much as I can and that type of stuff especially with my mom my folks aren't really trained people so i don't know how i am but they're not uh i guess it's just I, I guess i stick out like a sore thumb if you know what i'm saying now i started posting on tiktok because i decided to kind of expand instead of just being solely dependent on one platform and knowing how they could change their algorithm and make it harder to get noticed or anything so i decided to try tiktok and i was posting on tiktok then I posted this one TikTok where I stopped to film a train and the slack sound spooked me, or as I called it in the title, the boom sound, but I guess that was funny. It got people to click on the video, so that's the whole point of posting a video. You pick a title that makes people curious, even if you unintentionally make stupid mistakes and call things names that it, that's the wrong name, if you get what I'm saying, yeah. Okay, I've said too much already. But then my fame on Facebook happened where I posted a video to TikTok and it was taken down right away for dangerous activity, but I didn't see it till after midnight. And I was like, what the hell, TikTok? What did you think I was doing here, Buster? So whenever TikTok takes down your video, if it's a community guidelines violation, I don't know how easy it is with copyright, but for community guidelines, when you go to the notification and it'll 
but whatever excuse they have for taking your video down, it'll say, do you agree with this decision? Hit the sad face and then you'll be prompted with a choice to appeal it and have a human look at it. Because I assume it was a bot that flagged it. It was with loads of content being uploaded and the video was only up for minutes. There's no way a human sorted through the hours of content being like, yep, you were behind the scenes of the unstoppable. We can't have that here down. So I think the video came back up four hours afterwards. So Furious thinking TikTok is lost their bonkers are repurposed the videos to other platforms to prove that TikTok is the only platform where I have these problems. And I thought maybe saying the train was quick was why the video was flagged. I have no idea why. I made up the unstoppable stuff on my own. All I was doing was filming a train. Maybe they thought I was trying to recreate the unstoppable, but how would I do that? Like, how would I do that in real life? Green screen, CG, but not in real life. Come on, TikTok. So anyways, that video blew up pretty quickly. It, it literally blew up overnight. Because you know what I'm saying? Success doesn't happen overnight. It's kind of gradual. That video literally, literally blew up overnight. You know how sometimes you could post a video and an algorithm might pick it up months later. All it takes is a friend sharing it to a subreddit they like or a Facebook group they're in. Or on their on Instagram or Twitter or whatever for a video to blow up. Well, it seems like this video literally took off overnight. I do want to say that internet fame does have drawbacks, and you get trolls who have nothing else better, who has nothing better to do than to troll you for whatever reason. I am just existing on the internet, and these trolls come after me. I thought the train was short because of the wait time for it. Now, the trolls had to ask me what led me to that conclusion. I would have explained that it was due to the wait for it. Reels only allows 90 seconds, so you can't get the complete point of view off of a 90 second clip, which is why I, I, from this moment on, I'm going to start posting my full rail videos on Facebook. I mean, not Facebook, on YouTube. Because it'd be easier for you to get a full point of view and get a better understanding of what's going on. If I can just post the full thing on YouTube, I would on Facebook, but reach for videos on Facebook sucks. So the only thing posting videos on Facebook is good for is like if I'm posting a teaser clip of my latest video, but just with a better viewing experience. Or if I if I have a two minute teaser clip, Reels only allows 90 seconds. So if you want to see the full two minutes, it's easier to post it as a normal video. Facebook videos only seem to serve a purpose for that or if you make sure families may be posting a teaser clip if you want it as a normal video. I have no idea what your preference is, you guys. I'm just talking out of my ass. So, anyways, I had another viral video after that one called Long Ass Train, where I stopped to film a train. It was pouring out. It was like 20 degrees. And it did get some trolls of people saying, I need a job. This is what I do with my time. And it's a waste of a video. But what I understand is... Why is my video wasting your time when you're the one that chose to click on it? But you have the option to keep scrolling if you don't like it. And plus commenting how much you hate the video actually tells Facebook you like it. Because AIs look at engagement, like likes, comments, and shares. That tells them the video is relevant in some way. And they keep pushing it to more people. It's funny how these trolls despise me, but they actively telling Facebook 
that my content is interesting and also because I have ads now because the real the um the reels bonus program is gone then I unlocked ads before they stopped reels on the reels program so by watching the video you're giving me the ad revenue sharing the video you're pushing it to more people's timelines so that means more ad revenue so it's funny how people despise you but they want to help you in the same breath i guess that's what happens when trolls don't understand how social media works before they drop their hate for say and the trolls have been kind of bringing me down it's like i'm just existing on the internet doing my passion i'm not harming you in any way filming trains if i was trespassing or something i can see it but I'm not trespassing. I stand a good distance away from the train because I'm paranoid as it is with all these damn derailments happening. And I want to be able to grab my shoes and run if they derails. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to stand right there by it. I'm not a fool. So I'm, I'm, I know I can over explain, but I feel if I don't, that causes people to misunderstand me. I was just iterating. The trolls have a point. If I was trespassing or putting myself or others at risk, the trolls will have a point. But I'm not doing that, so what's your damage? Just because someone does something specifically in their spare time doesn't mean they don't have a job. How do you know that they don't do freelance work, which kind of grants them more free time when you think about it? How do you know they're not like a travel, or you know, like how you have a traveling nurse, or you might travel to other locations, you might have a little downtime. Just because someone doesn't work nine to five in an office or whatever doesn't mean they don't have a job. And you would think that COVID-19 showed these people that a lot of people went remote and actually noticed that they get more done working from home than going into the office. So these people couldn't take five seconds to think maybe I'm a freelancer or became a freelancer after the epidemic. And being a freelancer is beneficial. I don't have to risk unnecessary exposure specifically since they're dropping mandates. But at some point we did have at the social distancing markers and where they limit who could be in the store and they relaxed all that when things got better and i'm saying that in quotation marks you can't see me but i'm saying it in quotation marks i just wish trolls stopped and think about what they're saying before they post like stop and think like in your opinion people aren't allowed to do things in their spare time so i mean for all this for all these trolls no I, I could work, but maybe I stopped to film a train on my way home because it was like four o'clock when I filmed that video in the evening. I don't quite remember how you know that I didn't stop on my way home from work or on my way to work. I left, but I left early just in case I wanted to get a train. How did they know that? Because these people are insinuating that if you do things in your spare time and you don't have a job, but how do they know that? One person left a comment saying you need a job if you watch this. Again, please tell me on what planet is does it even make sense does the logic even compute that if someone works remotely or someone does whatever that that means they don't have a job outside of that so you're saying like i said are these trolls implying that people aren't allowed to have a day off or i mean i really have have a day off are people saying that these trolls aren't allowed to enjoy things in their spare time when they're not working or whatever. For all I know, I could have been on a vacation, right? I could have had a good job that offered great vacation time, for all they know. I'm a freelancer, and I like the, the liberty 
to have my own schedule and be able to accommodate curveballs because my folks believe in osmosis instead of communicating. So I won't know if they need me to go somewhere and being able to reserve my spoons, but simply like working from home grants me so much, so many freedoms that I wouldn't have on a normal job. Why don't you just let people do that? If they were doing something dangerous or illegal, I can understand. Well, if they were actively taking from you, I can understand. But that person just minding their own business and these trolls bring their trolling in, in this space. Like if I have to start blocking people, I will start doing that. It shouldn't have to come to that. I don't really like blocking people unless they're a straight up bully or something like that. Or they're making other people feel unsafe in the space. I don't like to just block everybody just because they want to be trolls and come out of their bridge. Like, I don't want to block unless it really becomes a problem. Unless what they're doing really becomes problematic. I shouldn't have to owe anybody anything. I'm going to make an episode about that called Owe You Nothing, where I get a little more aggressive about that topic, but I feel my aggression is who I am in a way. Like, I'm just passionate and want to spread a message. So you owe anybody anything. I, I, I guess it's pretty common for content creators to be told they need a real job. But a lot of people don't understand, especially these trolls don't understand that content creation is a job. It's more than just pressing record, talking, and turning the camera off. You gotta know a little bit about audio engineering because you can't publish a video where the audio is rubbish like you filmed it from a phone from 1901. And you gotta have somewhat good lighting. You, you, don't, you don't necessarily, you don't, you don't necessarily need a top-notch setup, but you want the audience to see you clearly, hear you clearly, and the video or whatever you're doing to be well thought out. And also, whether you make money on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, TikTok, your website or blog, you're required to port, report your income to the IRS if it crosses a certain threshold. So if you have to file taxes, if you make enough then it sounds like a job to me. And before, on any site where that pays you, you have to fill out your tax information before they can authorize your payments. So it sounds like a job to me if what you're making is being taxed or if you have to report it to the IRS comes tax season. Because there, on, on, there's no way on this planet you can just make money and not have to file for taxes or pay, depending on what your income passes. So I think before these trolls want to classify what's a job or what's not, they should just look at the picture here. As long you know, a job to me is you're making money where you can support yourself. And we shouldn't judge people for their career choices. Because people pick what's accessible for them. I mean, it's easier, it's easy to just let these trolls be trolls. Sometimes, you know, you kind of let your guard down. Like you think you're not talented because these trolls don't like your content. Even though no one forced them to click on it, but I digress. It's kind of hard to remember that. Like, I try to remember that. Like, these people chose to click on my video. No one forced them to. And obviously, they don't know how the algorithm works. If they think commenting is going to make Facebook demote my video. The only thing you can do so they won't see videos from their creators is to take, I'm not interested. That's the only thing that tells Facebook or YouTube. You don't like someone's comment. Not complaining about how boring the video is. Like someone forced you to watch it. Because I didn't make you watch it. You chose to keep watching. If you saw the topic. 
and you're not interested in it and you watched it anyway how's that my fault because it ain't i would say for all these creators who are so who are in a hurry to blow up i would say you know just wait because the grass isn't always greener on the other side because there will be trolls who ain't got none better to do than to hate on you for whatever reason they say ignore the trolls because responding gives them attention but i feel the moment they chose to be a jerk online they are setting themselves up to get attention because you can't you know you'll be a jerk that doesn't stop anybody from ratioing you i've seen the latest generation use that term i guess it means like you think you're making a point people are going to be on your side but they're actually against you i guess that's what ratioing means this just help me out here maybe you're watching listening to this on your way home from work at the gym sleeping cooking praying i don't know you can you can listen to these videos doing whatever you want and i'll just be silly just say the stupidest things and hope that keeps you interested so weary listeners i hope you enjoyed this episode or hope you enjoy future ones and i'll be back for more quirkiness <laughs>